Welcome to WTPU News today. I'm Varsha Subramanian. Boston has been warm lately. Temperatures are expected to reach a high of 71 degrees with the rest of the week looking cloudy with possible rain. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On Thursday, April 22nd, eight members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. Three of them were students and five of them were employees. For the week of April 16th to April 22nd, 0.21% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.14% of tested faculty and 0.26% of tested staff also receiving positive test results. On average, BU's lab took 14.9 hours to process each test. 48 students are currently in isolation, and 1,362 students have recovered from the disease. Elaine Backus is here now with the weekly compliance report. Friday's weekly COVID-19 compliance report showed a rise in non-compliant gatherings after Patriots Day, prompting the Dean of Students' Office to encourage students to stay vigilant and add an extra COVID-19 test to their testing routine. This week, there were two non-compliant on-campus gatherings, one more than last week. Non-compliant off-campus gatherings went up by four, with 13 reported this week. Warnings for failing to complete the daily attestation have gone down by about 600, with 1,828 issued this week. However, 1,314 warnings were sent to students for missing or failing to schedule a COVID-19 test, an increase of over 100 from last week. There were three instances of mass non-compliance and one physical distancing concern this week. There was also one violation of isolation or quarantine housing and no guest violations. This week, 237 students were sanctioned for repeated non-compliance. In Hingham, Massachusetts, this is Elaine Bacchus for WTBU News. Joining us now is Kylie Nguyen with the death of a local basketball player. Many people are remembering 19-year-old Terrence Clark, a local basketball star who was killed in a car crash on Thursday. Clark was a rising star at Kentucky and was on track to be drafted into the NBA this summer. Despite his rising career, he always made time to visit the Vine Street Community Center when he was home. Clark began his basketball career at the center in Roxbury, and with the help of many people, he quickly became a budding basketball star. He went on to play at a prep school in New Hampshire and then got accepted into one of the top basketball programs in the country. Some players from the Celtics were shocked to learn the news of his passing. Celtics guard Kemba Walker said, quote, It's tough news, man. He was a very good kid, you know, just always smiling, always energetic, and he was about to get his opportunity too, unquote. In Boston, I'm Kylie Nguyen for WTBU News. Next, an update on the distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in the United States from Evan Jimenez. An advisory board for the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention voted Friday to continue distribution of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine in the United States. The CDC initially announced a pause on April 13th after it was reported that six individuals suffered from blood clots after receiving their vaccinations. CDC analysis shows that if full vaccinations were to continue, a few dozen more people would likely experience blood clots, but distribution could save thousands of lives. The advisory board recommended that the CDC lift the vaccination pause and add a warning to the vaccine's label advising recipients over the possibility of rare blood clots. The, late, the White House told reporters early Friday that they have already distributed nearly 9 million J&J doses and are waiting on the advisory board's decision before proceeding with rollout. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Evan Jimenez for WTBU News. 
Finally, an update from Anderson Warshaw on a possible terrorist attack in France. A female police officer was stabbed to death in a possible terrorist attack in France on Friday. The attacker was 37 years old and had been legally living in the country after coming from Tunisia years ago. He had no record of criminality or radicalization. He jumped at the officer in a police station after earlier scouting out the area, stabbing her in the throat before being shot by her colleagues and later dying in the hospital. French President Emmanuel Macron has described this event as a terror attack and the French government has opened an inquiry into whether or not this attack was committed in the name of Islamist terror. This attack follows a string of highly publicized Islamist terror attacks in France over the last few years, which are being used as part of a political message of war on terror and police strength from Macron and other right-wing politicians looking to be elected in the country. In Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Anderson Warshaw for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio. On behalf of Alex Corey, Stella Lawrence, and Victoria Popovska, I'm Varsha Subramanian reporting from Dubai, UAE, for WTBU News.